0: Welcome to Baptist Perspective with Jimmy Barber. Whether you're listening while driving home from work, sitting with a hot cup of coffee, or making dinner, we hope this podcast will be thought-provoking and edifying. Now, here with today's episode is Jimmy Barber. We have reviewed the Protestant and Baptist confessions overall and studied the references supplied by them as found that while the believer is to obey the laws of the land, as long as they are not required to disobey the Scriptures. The Lord did not command or suggest to the congregation of God to rule over or engage in setting up civil government over society. The Catholic institutions, both Roman and Greek, maintain a strong tie with civil government. The Roman Catholics maintain that the Pope is not only the head of the church, but that he is the king of the world. As many may or may not know, the Vatican City is considered to be a city-state surrounded by Rome, Italy, and many world countries recognize this city-state as an independent country. It was not until January tenth, 1984, when President Ronald Reagan and Congress recognized it as a country. Presidents before him sought to do this, but the country's opposition prevented it. Time does not permit us to follow this historical path. Nevertheless, with the strong ties of Catholicism and civil government, the Protestant did not fully break with this ideology with the Reformation. This is clearly visible by studying the history at that time. Various wars and battles were fought among the Protestants, along with different heads of states and kings and emperors aligned with the causes on both sides of the Reformation. The different forms of government throughout Europe, too, contributed to the various church state relationships. These governments included such as monarchy, oligarchy, aristarchy, and various forms of democracy. The idea of a constitutional republic came into vogue with the forming of the United States of America. However, the Reformation and the religion of Reformers was not defined under the ideas of a, church-state relationship as previously taught and practiced by the Catholics, though in later times some Protestants seek to distance themselves from this idea. Allow me to impose on your patience by quoting from the Belgic Confession, as revised in 1618 and 1619, as printed in the Three Forms of Unity, as published by the Missions Committee of the Protestant Reformed Churches of America. Though no date was supplied it with this printing, originally this confession was published in 1651. In Article 36, entitled, Of Magistrates, it states, And their office, that is, the office of magistrates, is not only to have regard unto and watch for the welfare of the civil state, but also that they protect the sacred ministry and thus may remove and prevent all idolatry and false worship that the kingdom of Antichrist may be thus destroyed and the kingdom of Christ promoted. End of quote. At the place of false worship, regarding the civil magistrates removing and preventing all idolatry and false worship, is a footnote supplied with a follow up note, which is as follows This phrase touching the office of the magistrate in its relation to the Church, proceeds on the principle of the established Church, which was first applied by Constantine and afterward also in many Protestant countries. History, however, does not support the principle of state denomination over the Church, but rather the separation of Church and State. Moreover, It is contrary to the new dispensation that authority be vested in the state to arbitrarily reform the church and to deny the church the right of independently conducting its own affairs as a distinct territory alongside the state. The New Testament does not subject the Christian church to the authority of the state that it should be governed and extended by political measures but to our Lord and King, only as an independent territory, alongside and altogether independent of the state, that it may be governed and edified by its office bearers with spiritual weapons only. Practically, all Reformed churches have repudiated the idea of the established church and are advocating the autonomy of the churches and personal liberty of conscience in matters pertaining to the service of God. And then a footnote to this note, The Christian Reformed Church in America, being in full accord with this view, feels constrained to declare that it does not conceive of the office of the magistrate in this sense, that it be in duty bound to also exercise political authority in the sphere of religion by establishing and maintaining a state church, advancing and supporting the same as the only true church, and to oppose, to prosecute, and to destroy by means of the sword all other churches as being false religion and to also declare that it does positively hold that, within its own secular sphere, the Magistry has a divine duty towards the first table of the law as well as toward the second, and furthermore that both state and church as institutions of God and Christ have mutual rights and duties appointed them from on high, and therefore have a very sacred reciprocal obligation to meet through the Holy Spirit who proceeds from the Father and the Son. They may not, however, encroach upon each other's territory. The Church has rights of sovereignty in its own sphere as well as the state. That's the end of the quotes. I might add that later in this article, along with the articles on magistrates in the Christian Reform edition of this Confession in 2011, says, Wherefore we detest the Anabaptists and other seditious people, and in general all those who reject the higher powers and magistrates, and would subvert justice, introduce community of goods, and confound the decency and good order which God has established among men. End of quote. While some Anabaptists may have been seditious, this is not the truth of all. And the Reformers and their histories to date generally infer that all Anabaptists are of this temperament. This is not the truth and is a general dispersion of our Baptist forefathers. While the Protestants seek to distance themselves from outright persecuting those who differ with them, they continue to affirm that it is the duty of the civil magistrate that quote, they must therefore countenance the preaching of the word of the gospel everywhere, that God may be honored and worshipped by every one, as commanded in His Word. End of quote. Many may say that this is a moot point and should not be considered in our modern times. But nothing could be further from the truth. Allow me to quote from a modern Christian news source as published April the 16th, 2020. Under the subtitle, 49% of Americans say Bible should influence laws, it says the following, And finally, 49% of Americans believe the Bible should have at least some influence on U.S. laws, while 23% say the Bible should have a great deal of influence, according to Pew Research. The study also found 28% of Americans believe that the Bible should take precedence over the will of the people in terms of influencing U.S. laws. Wisdom says in Proverbs 8, verses 15 through 16, By me kings reign and rulers decree justice. By me princes rule and nobles, all the judges of the earth. End of quote. This is, You can find this in theworldnews.com under their broadcast for that date notice again that according to this research that quote 49% of americans believe that the bible should have some influence on us laws end of quote and that quote 28% of, of americans believe that the bible should take precedence over the will of the people in terms of influencing U.S. laws, end of quote. The question is raised as to who is to make this judgment and as to what the Bible teaches and what biblical laws are to be enforced or, quote, take precedence over the will of the people, end of quote. This fully aligns with the teaching of the Protestants. but. Sadly, many Baptists, too, support this idea. One previous podcast equally showed the relevancy of this topic. We also previously published that the intrusion of the congregation of God, seeking to influence and or control civil government, has caused the government to move in and seek to rule over and regulate the the congregation of the Lord regarding its beliefs and practices, even as to when and how it worships, however our time is up for today. Please know that this is a vital subject and that we need the wisdom in God to know how to live our lives in this pluralistic society to His honor and glory. Thank you for listening to today's edition of Baptist Perspective. We archive our episodes so you can go back anytime and listen again. Do you have a question about something you've heard? Or just want to let us know you're listening? Visit us at baptistperspective.wordpress.com That's baptistperspective.wordpress.com Thanks again for listening.